Today in Business from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy to use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60 day trial at shipstation.com slash tech news. That's shipstation.com slash tech news. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off US versus China. Where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous US China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Spoken Edition of Wired. Palo Alto Networks has the broadest, most comprehensive cybersecurity for private cloud, public cloud, and SaaS environments because secure clouds are happy clouds. Protect yours today at go.paloaltonetworks.com slash secure clouds. The math behind Trump's deportation plan makes no sense by Izzy Lepowski. President Trump claims his administration's new and expansive executive order on undocumented immigrants is getting really bad dudes out of this country. But aggressive enforcement of immigration laws is also sweeping up vulnerable, far from bad people seeking help and care. Still, even setting aside the humanitarian issue, Trump's anti-immigrant plan suffers from a fundamental flaw, bad math. The new immigration guidelines released by the Department of Homeland Security Chief General John Kelly this week broaden the categories of people prioritized for deportation. Instead of focusing on violent criminals, the department will now go after anyone who's ever committed fraud or misrepresented themselves to the U.S. government, a description that essentially includes anyone who's ever lived in the country illegally. The department claims its expanded plan will enhance public safety, but adding millions of new potential quote-unquote criminals to the list goes against prevailing trends in policing toward tech-driven, targeted enforcement. In other words, by making everyone a criminal, the administration will have a tougher time cracking down on real crime. Most probabilistic approaches to predicting crime are about trying to narrow the set of potential points of interdiction, not expanding them, says Jeff Brantingham, a UCLA anthropologist who has worked on predictive policing tools. Policing has come a long way from the dragnet days of the 1950s. Today, police departments are rapidly integrating data and machine learning algorithms to weed out low-level offenders from the system and divert those resources to catching and rehabilitating actually dangerous criminals. These tactics come with their own problems. Some predictive technologies have exhibited serious racial biases. But even Democrats and Republicans have agreed in recent years that finely-tuned policing is smart policing. 
This is dumb policing, says Richard Burke, a University of Pennsylvania criminologist and statistician of Trump's deportation plan. Burke has developed machine learning tools that help the city of Philadelphia make probation decisions by analyzing an offender's likelihood to pose a future risk. So far, he says, it's helped the city save resources and rearrests haven't gone up. Trump's plan, he says, takes precisely the opposite approach, vastly increasing the resources the government will need to root out undocumented immigrants without guaranteeing that the fraction of the population that actually poses a risk is being deported. It means that you'll work just as hard to find undocumented individuals who are virtually guilty of nothing except being undocumented as finding individuals who are committing serious crimes, he says. That just makes no sense. Consider the numbers. During the campaign, Donald Trump Jr. tweeted a photo of a bowl of Skittles with the caption, If I had a bowl of Skittles and I told you just three could kill you, would you take a handful? In case you missed Trump's analogy comparing humans to candy, the Skittles represent refugees. Turns out the president's son's tweet isn't just cruel and insensitive, he also relies on faulty statistical reasoning. Given the rate of violent crimes committed by refugees, you'd have to hunt through a swimming pool of Skittles, not a bowl, to find those three poisonous treats. Now apply that to Trump's immigration plan. Adding all 11 million undocumented immigrants to Homeland Security's list means immigration enforcement officials now face a radically larger population to sift before they find truly dangerous people. If one starts with a pool of potential criminals that is identified for targeting and then adds to this pool the set of undocumented immigrants who, on the whole, certainly have a lower crime rate, then the overall crime rate of the combined pool is smaller than the original one, says Mark Glickman, Harvard University statistician. When it comes to public safety, however, Trump's approach has an even bigger problem. Do undocumented immigrants commit violent crimes? Yes but they don't commit them at a greater rate than the rest of the U.S. population. Singling out undocumented immigrants for enforcement is not a strategy for fighting violent crime. It's a strategy for fighting immigrants. All of these executive orders and everything we've seen coming down the pike all rest on the assumption, an erroneous assumption, that immigration and crime go hand in hand, says Charis Kubrin, a UC Irvine criminologist. The literature shows nothing to prove that. Kubrin and her colleague Graham Ousey of the College of William and Mary recently analyzed more than 50 studies related to immigration and crime published between 1994 and 2014. Their findings, which will be published in the annual Review of Criminology, show no correlation between immigration to an area and increases in crime. Where there was any relationship at all, Kubrin says, it was a negative one. In other words, more immigration corresponded to less crime. For all his talk of booting bad hombres out of the U.S., Trump's executive order is more likely to result in the haphazard deportation of just about anyone, bad or not. Ordinary people are already being dragged away from their families and out of hospital beds. Under Trump's plan, as currently designed, that's a feature, not a bug. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. 
I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.